ESPN Central Texas. So 32 coaches shows every week, and then three high school broadcasts and a uh, Friday night scoreboard show. That's that's what we have for you. And then, oh, by the way, then we'll have Baylor uh, in, in all of the Bears coverage on Saturday. So, all right, uh, let's welcome into the program from the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, I, I know you're on hold and you're listening to all that. You guys are doing the exact same thing. I mean, it is wall-to-wall football right now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. We are in the midst of uh, 12 straight days of, uh, you know, preview, high school preview coverage. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've been blowing and going for a while now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy time. What about this week for you guys, uh, the first week out of the box? I mean, what, what's, what's this week like for, for you guys at the, at the Waco trip? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's nuts because, like, like, you know, we, I said, we're wrapping up our, our preview coverage, but then you're transitioning right into uh, game week. And uh, I, I say it every year, once the games get here, it's a relief. <laughs> you know, we, we kind of breathe a sigh of relief because that, uh, that preview stuff, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into that. We're talking to every team in the area, try to talk to every coach in the area. Uh, we talk to a lot of players. And, and so uh, there's a lot that goes into that. But um, we certainly do enjoy it. And, uh, you know, you, you got to love high school football. Bryce, how do y'all make those decisions of who's going to go where and how do you split those things up? Yeah, that's that usually falls on me. I do confer a little bit with Chad, and, and we, you know, we kind of make those calls. But uh, we look at a lot of factors. You know, we try, we do try to spread it around to a bunch of different teams over the course of the, the year and and see as many teams as we can. Um, and you know, just. Obviously, we look at things like travel and, and you know, good matchups. One really good matchup this week is uh, Lorena and Franklin. That's a, that's a top ten matchup, so we're certainly planning on being at that one. Talking with Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trib. And, and uh, Bryce, uh, let, let's kind of switch gears. Uh, Dave Aranda made the announcement, uh, or somebody made the announcement, that uh, – that uh, Bohannon's going to be the, the starter. And, and I, for one, and we were talking about it earlier, I think it's it's a good decision to go ahead and get that decision made. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, as, I, as I see Jerry Hill here, <laughs> I'm walking. So, incidentally, you know, you do try to do life while you do the radio, too. And, uh, I was getting my daughter her second vaccination. And uh, and I see Jerry Hill walking around. He, he heard me talking to you guys, but he just looked around like, that sounds like Bryce Cherry. Uh, uh, anyway, no, I agree with you that, you know, all along Dave Aranda said that, you know, if a clear favorite emerged, he was going to name that guy. And so that's what happened. Uh, Gary was the guy. I think it makes sense. You know, look, this isn't who killed Jimmy Hoffa. We don't have to keep it a big secret. Uh, you know, you don't have to keep it shrouded in mystery. I know a lot of coaching staffs like to do that, but it's just, you know, who your starter is. So let's, you know, let's make that call. Let's put it out there. And also I think it allows the players some time to rally around that guy to treat, start treating that QB one as the starter and as the leader of the team, as the quarterback tends to be. Do you feel like that Bo Hanlon probably just has a better comprehension of this wide zone offense that they're trying to run you know i think 
I, I totally think that Zeno is going to get some time this season. Uh, so, you know, I think he's going to get his chances. I think you'll see both quarterbacks play. Um, so it probably boils down to, you know, like you said, maybe an understanding of the offense. Uh, they, I know they like Gary's running ability. I know Grimes is a guy that likes, you know, RPO-type plays in his offense. So, you know, maybe he fits that a little bit better. He certainly has put in the time in terms of, you know, waiting and, and serving that apprenticeship, you know, behind Charlie. So, you know, cut him loose, see what he can do. But but in terms of a mystery, I think both Bohannon and, and Zeno and everybody on that roster in terms of the quarterback room are a mystery because we really haven't seen them play that much just bits and pieces here and there they haven't started a game so you know I think it's going to take time to see really kind of who these guys are talking with Bryce Jerry the Waco Trib and and uh and Bryce not only the quarterback has to to get comfortable with 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 the rest of the football team but you know they've got to kind of make some decisions you know along the offensive line and make sure that that is is locked in because we were talking about it the other day that group of 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 all the groups that's got to be the one that's the most cohesive in 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 my opinion yeah I agree with you I mean you look to your quarterbacks as uh as you know the guy I mean like I said the leader of your team and so, you know, that they, they're the face of the, of the program, I mean, other than the head coach. And, and so, yeah, you've you got to have some cohesion there. What do uh, what you guys got going on for this weekend? I mean, what are, what are your plans uh, on opening weekend? So we'll be at Midway, uh, Round Rock. We'll be at, like I said, Lorena Franklin, Taylor Robinson, Waco High, West Mesquite. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, maybe Hillsborough McGregor, uh, a lot of, a lot of good games. And then, you know, like I said, we still have stories, uh, the next three days, uh, got one running tomorrow on uh, Trey Wisner out of Connelly. You talk about, uh, stud duck recruit. He's got offers from everybody right now. And, and the kid's just going into his junior year. Uh, I've got a story on Bishop Riker coming for a Wednesday's newspaper. And then, we will wrap up our preview stuff with a look at the defense of the La Vega Pirates, which obviously has been pretty good the last few years. Yeah, and I, I meant to, and, and I meant to ask, and and I'm going to kind of circle back. We've been all over the place. I'm going to circle That's back right. to, to college football with 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 the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12, and this alliance. First of all, we don't know what this alliance is going to look like, but with that said. What does that look like for the Big 12? I mean, when I first heard that, I went, wow. I mean, that feels like, you know, the kid that wasn't invited to the party. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, and that's basically how these eight leftover teams in the Big 12 have felt, I think, you know, ever since OU and Texas decided they were picking up their football and, and going home or going to the SEC, you know, I mean, uh, I think it's been full scramble mode ever since for Baylor, TCU, Tech, Oklahoma State, all those teams that are left over. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny to me, not funny in a sense like ha-ha, but just weird that, um, you know, the Baylors and, and TCUs and Techs of the world aren't looked at maybe as a little bit more attractive option. Now, 
ultimately they they will have a conference home and and that will happen and you know in terms of what it will look like i mean i I don't think baylor knows i don't think bob bowlsby knows i don't think any of us really know right now but if i'm guessing if i'm just throwing out a guess today on august 23rd i say probably some amalgam of the american conference you know which if you had baylor TCU, Tech, Oklahoma State, and, you know, Memphis and, and SMU and Houston and Central Florida, that's a, that's a good league. I mean, you know, and honestly, hey, you know, for uh, sports writers and broadcasters, we'll go to Memphis, eat some ribs. Uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, hey, let's, let's look out for number one here. Absolutely. All right, Bryce, uh, and finally, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. I know we, we, you and I both uh, both have a great passion for uh, for that facility, and, and they've got an induction ceremony coming up uh, on Saturday night, and what a tremendous class, uh, in, you know, that, uh, that that's included in this induction ceremony. Yeah, in fact, it's, it's really two classes. I mean, uh, now the entire 2020 class won't be able to make it. There's a there's – a, a couple of them that, you know, had conflicts. Uh, we've had, I don't know how many dates uh, Jay Black has had to uh, shift this banquet around, but obviously, you know, like everything else in 2020, the uh, Hall of Fame banquet was one of those events that, that got moved, you know, I mean, and, and got, got axed. So, uh, but yes, you know, it's a, it's a great class. Um, and for me personally, I mean, I, I serve on the, selection committee for the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Really honored to be in that group. It's a fun time every year that we have in June as we gather and hash it out, hash out the ballot. And I've been stumping for several years uh, to get Sophia Young Malcolm into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, I'm excited about that because when, when one of your nominees gets in, you get excited because uh, it was. There's so many good people. To, I mean, we have a backlog. You, it, you know, you could go up and you'd say, "Wow, that person isn't in the Texas Sports Hall of Fame." Well, I mean, there's just a lot of really great athletes when you're talking about all the different sports that the Hall of Fame, you know, recognizes. And so, you know, it takes a while sometimes. You know, it takes a few ballots for for some of these people to get in. But I do remember saying, "Look, guys, we cannot get Brittany Griner." into the Hall of Fame before we get Sophia Young into the Hall of Fame because basically she was Brittany before Brittany. I mean, and, and, and they're different players, but at the same time, what she meant to that Baylor program and winning that first national championship, uh, you know, she was huge. I mean, she was the best player in the country, and so she absolutely deserved it, and, and so I'm glad that she's, she's one of the ones getting her due, along with, you know, another – uh, person of local interest in Derek Johnson. Bryce, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Uh, enjoy game week, and and we'll see you on the on the football trail. All right, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. That is.